there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. this is follow the money with mitch moss and Polly howard on vsin VEASAN has a podcast to help you bet college hoops. VEASAN College Basketball Betting Podcast. Games every day with all these tournaments. Tim Murray, Matt Humans, Adam Burke give you three episodes breaking down games. Check out VEASAN's College Basketball Betting Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Time for golf with Indy Jeff Seeley at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Check out the Cutmaker Pod, cutmakerpod.com for the latest plays in the podcast. Ben Raza is the guest this week talking uh, golf and the tournament. And now we get to the Dell match play uh, coming up with Indy Jeff. Thanks uh, for the time, my friend. Number one, how many Masters bets have you made? Now that's right around the corner. I've I've made a just I've only made a couple guys, but my my two favorites that I've made is I parlayed both Rom and Scotty Scheffler with the Bruins to win the Stanley Cup and the Bucks to win the NBA championship, and I've got both of those that you know hundred bucks to win twenty thousand. Jeez. Okay. Get in there, big fella. When did you make nice. those bets? Uh, I don't know, a month ago. A month ago? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. first of all, do you do you like match play? Are you a fan of this? You know, yeah. I mean, in general I am. I mean, some people some people hate it. I actually like it, and I think it's it's more fun when they when they put it this time of year, right? When everybody's already looking at tournaments and so on. So, yeah, I do enjoy it. Um, and I think it provides some opportunities for some longer shots. You know, to to get good good long odds on good players that you may not normally get in a regular week tournament. And I've got two really good examples this week. Okay, we'll get to that coming up in a second. Um, Scheffler is the clear-cut favorite here, according to you. Tell us why you have him, like, power-rated number one. It's pretty obvious, but Rom's in the field, so number one with a bullet. Yeah, I mean, he's he's played well here. He won here last year. I think we all know that the, the two best players are Scheffler and Rahm, 1 and 1A. They're in a league of their own right now. That's really indisputable. 
So he's played well here. Again, he played at Texas, won here last year, 8-1, to one, very clear favorite. I mean, you could bet him at that. That's fine. Um, and honestly, guys, he's only minus 110 to win his group which feels like stealing. That's like tremendous bet. I made a decent-sized bet on that. So really like him to win his group. 8-1, to one, clear-cut favorite to win. I actually parlayed him with Texas and UConn Moneyline bets and ended up boosting that up to 21-1. to one. So um, I like Scheffler a lot. He's clearly the favorite to win. Um, there's a few other guys you could take a look at. But if you're going to bet on anybody else, make sure you bet him like top, like final four as well. Because it's really going to be tough to overcome Scheffler this week. Yeah, we had a conversation, I think it was last week, on uh, on an overall matchup. What what would you make, Scheffler versus Rom? I'll ask you for this week, and I won't use Rom. But what would you need to bet McElroy in a matchup against Scheffler? What would you need to bet a guy like Cantley against Scheffler? Cantley, I'd probably need plus 140. And probably the same for Rory. Yeah, probably the same for Rory. But okay. pretty right around there. They're, they're just Especially here, it's just not, he's just better. And he's, he's better by a good margin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then let's work our way down the board. I brought up Cantley, though. Okay, so do you like him where his price is at on the outrights? Yeah, I mean, it's it's decent. I mean, 16 to 1, he's drifted a little bit. You yeah. can get him at 20 early, and he's come back a little bit uh, down to 16. So um, I think he's certainly the clear-cut favorite to meet Scheffler in the Final Four. Um, I, it's a little short for me, though. So, I again, I same thing with him. I parlayed him with Texas and UConn, but made it 40 to 1. Um, but you can find him to make the final four with those two as well at 14 to 1. I like that a lot. So, my, probably my favorite play with Cantlay would be Texas, UConn, money line, parlay to Cantlay final four, 14 to 1. But I like that a lot. Any, anyone else jump out here uh, with the core plays? Yeah, guys, I like Tyrrell Hatton this week, uh, 22 to 1. He's plus 650 to make the final four, and his path doesn't look super difficult. Um, other than potentially facing Rory, Hatton's a Ryder Cup stud. I expect a good performance out of him this week. 22 to 1, very fair price, plus 650, final four. I like a lot. And then Cameron Young's a guy who can absolutely bomb the ball, which can be super intimidating to opponents who don't. He's also a guy who can get streaky with his putters. So his pod doesn't look overly tough, and I bet him to win his pod. If he can get past the winner of the ROM pod, which looks really tough, um, then I think I could see a path to the final four for Young pretty clearly. So Cameron Young, 30 to 1, is interesting, as is Hatton at 22. All right, Mitch mentioned it. Uh, take it away now. What, who are your long shots? Tell us something interesting here. Guys, these are fun. You know, we talk about these every week, but these two just blew me away. So what if I told you that you could have a golfer that has two PGA Tour wins in the past 24 months, who is a member of the most recent Ryder Cup team, and he has an eighth and a, excuse me, a 12th and a second place finish in his last four events where he gained an average of over eight strokes putting. So we know his putter can get hot. You need a hot putter to win here. And he's 110 to one. That's where we're at with Harris English this week. And oh, by the way, he's 20 to one to make the final four. Now you look at his first group. The, the stud in his first group is Will Zalatoris. If there's anybody who can have a shaky putter, it's Will Zalatoris, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if he hit, yeah, he might hit it to two feet every time and win, sure. But he's a guy over four rounds who can absolutely have a shaky putter. So you like English in that fact. Ryan Fox and Putnam don't particularly scare me. I like Harris English a lot. Um, and at the price, and then the next round, he could face a Finau, Kitayama, one of those guys. I mean, he's got a really, really nice path. And Harris English is a stud, 110 to 1. Is a crazy price to me. 
Um, I, I Again, if the putter heats up, he can absolutely win this tournament. Crazy price. And then speaking of hot putters, guys, there's probably not better putter on the PGA Tour than Denny McCarthy. He's also 100 to 1 this week. Any place Kevin Kisner can win, Denny McCarthy can win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kisner's won here by frustrating his opponents by making every putt that he looks at. And anybody who's ever played in a, in a member guest, a member member, any sort of golf tournament, when your opponent is making every putt they look at, it is demoralizing. Because it makes every putt that you have to make that much harder. Denny McCarthy, elite putter. It's exactly what he does his putt well. Wedges are good. Ball striking solid. He'll have to get past Rory in his pod. That's his challenge. But if he does, he has a really clean path to the Final Four where he's 18-1 to 1 to make the Final Four right now. I think that's a really interesting play as well. So uh, I know you brought up Kisner's name. He has uh, great form in this event where he makes deep runs almost every single year. He's between 100 and 125-1. to 1. How much does his recent form outweigh his form in this event over the years? A lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's just no chance. I mean, there's. I would so much rather have... Harris English or Denny McCarthy than I would Kevin Kisner. And it's not remotely close. I mean, I, I, I just, there's no way I'm going to take Kisner in this. His recent form is terrible. Um, and even if he put it together for a round or two to overcome all the, the talent that he would have to in this field, I just don't see it. So um, for that price, there's no question. I'm taking English or McCarthy every time. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Indy, Jeff Seeley. How far do you live from uh, West Lafayette? I live about 45 minutes. Okay. Can you imagine having season tickets to the Boilermakers and they tell their fan base next year, yeah, we're going to bring back Matt Painter? <laughs> it's funny. I was I was texting with some friends who are big Purdue fans. I was at a at a bar here in my club watching the game with a bunch of Purdue fans and that everybody was like, you got to we got to let Painter go. You got to let Painter go. But the question is really What's the alternative and who else are you going to bring in? And and you guys said it earlier, um, maybe a couple of days ago, talking about the Virginia comp. And and maybe that's what we see. I don't know. But I will tell you here, expectations were very low, even though Purdue is a one seed. Everybody knows what Purdue does. And boy, they sure did it this year. There were that was that was a sight to see, guys. I, I mean, I guess if it's worth it to have really good regular seasons, then you're, pro- cares? you're probably cares? Yeah, you're, you're not going to do better than what he does in the regular season. But I mean, every single year, 13, 15, it's the same story. Well, and I think, though, if I'm not mistaken, I think during his tenure, Purdue has the most Big Ten championships of anybody, which is even more frustrating. Yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing how good they've been in the regular season. You know, with with some mediocre talent, I will say, though, you know, if you watch that game, their, their guard play was abysmal oh yeah and and, and yes Edie should have made they should have had the ball to Edie more and they, they, they I agree they're 100 percent but if their guards hit any shots at all they end up winning that game it's the same thing versus Indiana I bet him against Indiana twice their guards could not hit anything um so I don't you know I don't know how much you can I mean look Painter's the coach ultimately it's his responsibility they flop time after time um not a not a huge surprise at all but um, again, I don't know who else you're going to get that's going to be better to go to West Lafayette. You can follow him on Twitter at Cutmaker Jeff and check out the website CutmakerPod.com for all the latest plays and his podcast as well. Thanks, pal. Uh, good luck this week. Thanks, fellas. Take care. There you go. Any Jeff Seeley. All right. Um, I have only a couple of bets this week, at, and I'm going to add at least a couple that he just brought up right there too. He has the parlay avail- uh, availability a lot. Easier than we do out here. Mm-hmm. That's not available in a lot of spots. But I'm, I'm intrigued by Harris English uh, in triple digits. Made a good case for him. 
And he's not the only guy that I know who likes up Cantlay to make a deep run. So if you can find 20 on Cantlay, like you said, that number's been all over the place. If you can find a 20 on Cantlay, I think that's a pretty good number on him this week, too. So Horrible job by the NBA. As I understand it. The, the, the final day of the Masters, that's the final day of the NBA regular season. And the games are, eight teams tip off at 10 a.m. Pacific, and then the other games go at 12.30. Oh, boy. What are you doing? Mm. Horrible. You imagine Tigers in the mix? Yeah, I know. Who's going to pay attention to the yeah, NBA right. on the I final mean, day when yeah. you, could have all, you could have a ton of scenarios unfolding? Sure, sure. Uh, that, that's crazy. Mm. To the time, it's horrendous. So they have to do that on a Sunday because they want to play their play-in games go during play-in. the week. Got to go because, Tuesday, Wednesday, play Because they want to start the playoffs on the weekend. That's, yes. That's what, that, that's what the yeah. goal is. Yeah, yeah. Ah, boy. You're going to get run over. No one's going to pay attention. Again, this league should push it back, play it from January through Absolutely. August. That's, Absolutely. That's the uh, most own, obvious play in the world. Own June and July. Yep. Correct, sir. So on that note, we will get into tonight's NBA card up next. It's a good one. Uh, and we'll tell you about a player who's on pace to become only the third player in history to accomplish this at his position. Numbers, the player, and more details coming up here. And follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All right, become a VSIM Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness for only $19. Picks from VSIM hosts, analysts, and guests. We had Josh Applebaum on earlier today, and he was running down some of the bets 
that he likes in the Sweet 16 and for tonight's NIT action as well. He likes UCLA Moneyline against Gonzaga, plus exclusive betting splits. Our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. All you have to do is go to vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe and get this special March offer for only $19 to pay off the tees here. Sabonis, uh, DeMontis Sabonis for the Sacramento Kings. Did it again last night with very good numbers. He is on pace to become the third center in NBA history to average seven plus assists per game. Only Wilt and uh, Joker have done it. (laughs) That's absurd. That's it? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. They're completely underrated. They got blown out last night in the second half by the Celtics. But as we've talked about like a lot now, give me a team that seems stable in the Western Conference. I don't think that you can. Nobody's good. It's wide open. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. I, I listened to Zach Lowe's most recent podcast, and he had Chris Herring on from SI. Both of those yep. guys have spent time around the Kings recently, and I think it was Chris Herring who pointed out, first of all, the Kings are scared of nobody. And all this right, talk right. about, like, hey, we'll just settle for the Kings. They're like, really? You want us? Okay, bring this on. They're averaging about 120 points per game on the season, and they play at this uh, uber-fast pace. I think it was Chris Herring who said, don't be surprised if the Kings want to even go faster in the playoffs. Wow. And say, good luck keeping up. We know what we're doing. We have an identity here. So we're going to go even faster. Yeah, yeah. The Blazers play tonight, and they've waved the white flag, and it's been over for a while, right? They've lost eight in a row. Now they play the Jazz. Now we'll see what happens with Markinen. But you said yesterday he can't be $7 to win he most can't improved. Be. Can't be. Well, if, if he continues to miss games, I, my thing was SGA was already a good good player. And this guy's just come out of nowhere, and he was a major disappointment until he erupted. You know what this was like? But, and I got a message from an, a diehard Oklahoma City fan yesterday, and he made a lot of sense on this. I think his, his name is David. It's the same exact thing as John Morant last year. John Morant never should have won the award. He was already really good. Shea Gilgis Alexander was already really good. Yeah, yeah. But he's made a major leap this year. Okay. So if they give it to Jaw, they can certainly give it to SGA. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is, but he has 130 Twitter followers. When the Blazers decide to go into full tank mode, they shouldn't shut down Lillard. They should turn him on. For one game, he should attempt 103 pointers. If he makes 15, that's an NBA record. If he makes 34, he breaks the all-time points per game mark. The idea is gaining traction within the Blazers organization. I have many people who have Chauncey's ear that would float the idea to him, and they all love it. This would be great for ratings. Dame to try to get 100. Bill Simmons responded, I love the idea. So do I. Why? This is the, this is the oh. first I've heard of it. My yeah. gut reaction yeah. is, I love it. Come down, shoot a three every time. Why hey, not? You have 71 in that one game and hit like 15, th- I don't know what it was, 14 threes, 13 threes. Whatever. He's got logo range. What, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. How about the All-Star game? How casual was that? The yeah. All-Star. He just reaches half court, goes like Boom. this, and nails it. Yeah, they were having the shoot-off. The three-point yes. contest from half court yeah. between Lillard and Curry. Oh, that's awesome. I think it would be phenomenal. Tanking, you're, you're telling me tanking, you're not going to watch that? Yeah, tanking cross with record chasing. As Simmons tweeted, sure you would. You'd have a guy going for 100. The season's over. We're not going to lose on purpose. I'm going to come out and I'm shooting. I'm going to shoot a three. There should be a uh, a gentleman's agreement here between the coaches, too, that we're not going to like triple team them. We'll play defense. We're gonna, we're not going right. to, you know. But if he wants to shoot from there, fine. Sure, sure. God bless him. Yep. Right? So, okay. Uh, I kind of want to make the case for the Spurs tonight. They're playing the Bucks, So automatically you're going to say, what the hell is that? 
why would you say that? And the Spurs just lost by like 50. They're catching 17 and a half tonight in an NBA game. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Bucks can show up tonight with their C-minus game and win by eight. And by the way, the Bucks early on in games, uh, a lot of times, like, they keep, they keep well, teams around in it, and then they pull away in the second half. They could show up with their C game and win by 25. It's possible. It That's... is possible. But the, for, for what it's worth, and I'd have to go back and examine exactly what the hell happened in this game, the Bucks lost by, like, 18 to the Spurs when they played this year. Strange game. Okay. Because you don't see, you, you, I mean, how often do you see a 17 and a half point favorite in the NBA? Yeah. Yep. So automatically my eyeballs are like, uh, that's a lot. No opinion, but I'll I'll follow that. How about this news? Cat could come back now. Yeah, he could. After all this time, but we don't know. We don't have any information about Cat. And uh, when do you get Edwards back too? Minnesota just went to Atlanta and destroyed him. Destroyed him in that game. He was upgraded to questionable yesterday. Okay. For and this game tonight. I mentioned how huge that win was on Monday going into the Garden and beating the Knicks when they didn't have these guys and Prince was 8 of 8 from 3. But their schedule is so difficult and they're only they're a game under 500. But they just went to Atlanta and beat them 136 to 115. Mm-hmm. So again, we're on this early in the morning. See who plays. But uh, this is big for both clubs. Well, I can give you a rundown. Knowing, this will all change at some point today. But here's some some of the bigger players tonight. John Moran is not on the injury report for the Grizzlies and Rockets. Memphis in that game, they're lane 13. In the Jazz Blazers game that you talked about, Jordan Clarkson is out. Laurie Markinen is questionable. Uh-huh. So currently Utah lane four and a half or five. Not only is Cat questionable, so is Anthony Edwards. That was a nasty, uh, fluky kind of deal that happened to him over the weekend. The Lakers and the Suns game tonight. Now Phoenix, they're favored by one, one and a half. We're getting some movement on that as we speak. Big game. This is in L.A., Anthony Davis is probable. I read last night DeAndre Ayton's out. Again? Yeah. What, does he have COVID? He said he, was, he missed Sunday's yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I don't know if I saw the exact details on that. I thought, but he, was, that's, I thought he was sick that that's said I, Sunday. That's what it was on Sunday, okay, yeah. 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 And in the 76ers-Bulls game, they just played the other night. This was a bad loss by the Sixers. They were an eight-point favorite. It went to double overtime, and they lost outright to Chicago. Yep. Well, now in the, in the return match... In Chicago tonight, Philly's lane three and a half, total is 221 and a half. P.J. Tucker questionable. James Harden, who was terrible in that game, he's questionable. Yeah, it looks like the Bulls are going to pull this off. Tucker probable, sorry. Oops, yep, the, the, they're three up on Indiana and Washington now. So they should be able to get in the play-in, which I don't know why the... Uh, congratulations, Chicago. You, you get in the play-in and then that's it. So you're still under 500. But they're playing, they're playing good ball, though. I will say that. That's yeah. a nice win. So they went to Denver and won, blew them out, and then had the big win in Philly. So, Well, here we go, Paul, by the way, with another game, the Warriors on the road against the Mavericks. Yeah, look at the point spread. Which is, oh, God. Dallas can't guard anybody. Warriors are laying two on the road. And then he's only, yeah, one right, with, the, with status of Luka, mm-hmm. and Kyrie's banged up too. Which this is, boy, is Dallas. I love that Von Tobel gave that out yesterday, plus 350. To, uh, was it miss, miss the playoffs, it was right? Miss the playoffs. Well, I mean, look, at, look at their last couple wins. They had no business Friday night beating the Lakers, and uh, they blew that game the other night as well. They also should have lost to San Antonio on the road. Yeah, that was... And they have a tough schedule. So there's, there's more losses coming for Dallas mm-hmm. with the injuries, but, uh, well, you get Charlotte coming up, yikes. But uh, you're sitting there, and again, a major disappointment, and it appears Kyrie's going to be a rental. Yeah, I, I will say that it, it does stink for the organization 
that they make the move for Kyrie and then both guys right. are injured. Yeah. So we really don't have a good like litmus test to find out how these two players. And by, by the way, when you throw them back in there off the injuries, whenever that's going to happen, it's not like they're going to well, be. It's not you know. What what do they have to go on? Yeah, well, it's a sh- shame on them for letting Brunson walk for nothing. Uh, but even having said all that, I still can't take Golden State. I can't do it. They had an eleven game road losing streak, and they had failed to cover eleven in a row on yeah. the road. And whoopty damn, do they beat the Rockets? Yeah. I mean, only only Houston and San Antonio are fewer road wins. But the the thing I can't believe is that they are number three in defense at home. They're twenty like twenty twenty eighth, twenty seventh on the road. No intensity. Don't I mean, respect the opponent. It's an abomination. For a it's, lo- a, it's historic. In that game the other night on the road against Houston, it sounded like they won by, what, 13? Yeah. And they covered? That was not like a blowout the right. entire way. You can't have splits like that. It's the no. same team. No. You're got off, I think they're 28th in defense and road games, third at home. It reminds me of, uh, what, early 2000s Lakers when Shaq would just say, We'll flip the switch when yeah. the playoffs come around. Is it going to be that easy for the Warriors as they get older, as Curry's now 35 years old? I, I get it. I love the guy. Superman, he won the title last year. No. The supporting cast is not there. Poole struggled big time. Wiseman was a big bust. Had to move him. Wiggins has been hurt. How about the play they Wiseman is putting up now? now the that's production. Fun. That's interesting, right? Yeah. They screwed up that draft. The, the Warriors did. Yeah. Oh, in a huge way. Yeah. But the, the only saving grace, Paulie, when it comes down to the Warriors in the West is, again, what we just said, th- that conference is not very good. I mean, anybody can be had the way it's Sure, seems. that's why it's right there for the Lakers. Just get in. If they can, you have LeBron in. and AD and, then, and, and the trades you made. Just you stop blowing games. Don't lose to the Knicks at home without Brunson. You can't lose to Dallas when you're up four with 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. You, you can't lose these games. We'll talk college basketball with Seth, uh, Seth Greenberg from ESPN coming up next. I will give him Alabama and Houston or the field. Which bet would he make? We'll ask him coming up here on VEASAN. This is Follow the Money on VEASAN. Welcome back. Hockey playoffs right around the corner. Whether you're rooting for your team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can place a $5 pregame money line bet. You get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Join the action now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with code VEASAN. It's that easy, VEASAN. College basketball here. Seth Greenberg, very nice to join us here early on a Wednesday morning during this very busy time of the year for him. We'll talk about the Sweet 16 in the tournament so far. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Doing great, guys. How you doing? Beautiful sunny day in Avon, Connecticut. Life is good. There you go. All right. <laughs> you going to get out there. When can you hit the uh, hit the links for the first time uh, of the entire calendar year, you think? Oh, I won't play until after the Final Four, but, uh, you know, first the first decent day after the Final Four for sure. You're out there when yeah. it's 40 degrees, no problem? Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll ask you this, where we're at right now. We've had a lot of chaos so far, obviously, with uh, the one going down right away with Purdue. Then Kansas gets upset, the defending national champion. The two seeds on the left side of the bracket, disaster for them. If I asked you right now, uh, would you take Houston? I'll give you Houston and Alabama to win the, the entire thing, or you can have every other team. You can have the field. Which, which side of that bet would you take? I'd take Houston and Alabama because I think Alabama's going to win the thing. I think I think actually Houston has a tough matchup coming up with Miami. I think it's kind of like looking in the mirror 
but I think Alabama, uh, to me, they can beat you offensively, they can beat you defensively. Offensively, they can beat you in the half court, they can beat you in transition, they can beat you at the rim, they can beat you from the three. They protect the rim, they can turn you over, they run you off the three-point line, and they got the best player to turn. Yeah. Wow. All, all well said. Yes. I, I will. Okay, so their opponent this week, yep. San Diego State out of the Mountain West Conference, and that conference has not done well, and that's putting it mildly over the years. They're the one team remaining. There's, it's a lot. The point spread is big. It's like Alabama seven and a half or eight. Do you think the Aztecs here? But th- I think they're the exception from this league this year because they are very good. Do you think they keep it close against Alabama? Yeah, I do. I, that's going to be just an absolute total rock fight. I mean, one thing, San Diego State, if they take care of the basketball, uh, they don't take bad shots. They're going to try to pound that thing and get people in foul trouble. Uh, I think that. Uh, yeah, this, I think this will be a close game. You look at the types of teams that have given Alabama trouble, they look a lot like San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Even Oklahoma, physical team, kind of a half-court team. Uh, Tennessee, physical team, kind of a half-court team. Uh, Connecticut, not a half-court team, but a physical team and a tough physical defensive team. You can't turn it over, you can't take bad shots. If you turn it over and take bad shots, basically fuels their transition game. Uh, the biggest problem is, can you score against them? You know, San Diego State, you know, they got a couple of matchups. You know, they're they're a little old school offensively, a lot of high low basketball, a lot of power basketball. But what that enables you to do is cover the backcourt, and that enables you to do is put in position an offensive rebound. And so, I even though I have Alabama winning it all, I mean, this will not be an easy game for Alabama. Do you think the three three point shooting improves the rest of the tournament? I don't know because you know what I, I just think in general we have too many wrong guys shooting three point shots. Okay. Uh, everyone wants to play with flow. Everyone wants to play positionless. And when you get play with flow and you play positionless, you got a lot of dudes that are handling the basketball that should be handling the ball with a lot of freedom. Um, so you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, like like FAU is a good three point shooting team. They haven't shot it well. I think you know, the teams that are supposed to make shots will make shots. Alabama, Javon Cornelly's been the guy that saved the day for them in a lot of ways. We know what Brandon Miller's going to do. We know Cloudy's going to get to the offensive glass, but Cornelly's been really, really consistent over the last 10 games in terms of finding a balance between being selectively aggressive and then making good decisions, which is so important. That's usually his Achilles heel. You mentioned Florida Atlantic and 33-3 and on the season. I think you're the perfect guy to ask this to because you went Long Beach to uh, South Florida and then Vought Tech. Do you recall I mean, this, this, what this league has accomplished, Conference USA, that they win games, it seems, every year in the tournament? UAB was a 14, North Texas was a 13, Middle Tennessee was a 15 one year, they were a 12 another year. This league delivers every March. Yeah, they got guards. They got good guard play. They got good guard play and they uh, very good coaching. But, I mean, think about Janelle Davis can play anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. Martin can play anywhere in the country. Yeah, Vladislav Golden gives him an inside guy. I think it's a Rosario guy. But he, they play differently. When he's in the game, he plays more in the high post as a passer. Uh, they're a cutting team. Like they'll get, uh, Again, I, I sound like a broken record, but if they can get clean stops, they'll be able to play ahead of that Tennessee defense. Now, I'm interested to see if Rick Barnes goes small and plays mm-hmm. just by Jordan James at the four in that game because uh, one of his bigs is going to have to defend out on the floor now. You know, Duke can defend out on the floor, uh, and they probably should be able to crush, crush uh, FAU on the glass. But we've seen Tennessee get stuck now. We've seen them get mm-hmm. stuck. So, uh, you know, I love the pace uh, and how quickly they convert FAU. I think I think Davis is a really hard matchup. I think Martin's a hard matchup. I think that 
having guys that uh, the spacing they play with is a hard matchup. I think Tennessee wins the game, but I don't think you know, everyone thinks it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be far from a blowout because it's going to be a different game than than the Duke game. And, you know, the Duke game was big on big. Yeah. You're small on big. When you play small on big, you know, you have a little bit of advantage in terms of uh, how you attack offensively. Did May, the Owls coach, make a mistake telling the media we're going to study up on Australian rules football before the game and we get ready for Tennessee? That was a pretty good line, actually. Uh, look, everyone knows how Tennessee's going to play, and, and, and Rick, how he responded to it, <clears throat> he knows how he's going to play also. Um, you know, here's the thing. No one wants to be told how to do their job. Now, do the officials listen to that? Will they hear that? Yeah, because officials are different coaches. They hear everything. So I love when say, you know, people say, oh, I don't read the newspaper. I don't listen to talk. Yeah, they all do. Yeah. They all do. Uh, whether it's a coach, player, or official. Uh, so no one likes to be told how to do their job. But I think, you know, you're going to have good officiating crews in this game. I, look, Tennessee won that game against Duke, fair square. Mm-hmm. They won the game. I just thought the first play of the game when Filipowski basically uh, got terrorized by Plavich, uh, there was no intent to rebound that ball. There was no intent. So if you talk about a flagrant one, what's the, the uh, definition of a flagrant one? It's, it's excessive, non-basketball play, it's excessive in nature. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what that play was. And those first five minutes set the tone for the rest of the game. No, it really did. Yeah. More, more power to Rick. I mean, I, look, I, look, that's the way I coach when I coach. Mm-hmm. We were really, really physical. Uh, I just think that against a young team uh, like Duke was, uh, that was a statement maker. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Seth Greenberg, our guest. In that same bracket, then, the Tennessee and FAU regional down below, K State, Michigan State, the seven seed here. Sparty, Seth, is a two-point favorite. Do you agree with that? Do you think they should be favored over K-State? Yeah, that's the Tom Izzo factor. And like everyone oh, yeah. knows, January, February, mm-hmm. is okay, but the last five years, Tom's gotten bopped in the tournament early. It hasn't been January, February, Izzo. I mean, so um, can you control Marquise Noel? Hey, it really comes down to that. I mean, can you, can, can you, can you control him in ball screens? Uh, I would say I was surprised a little bit of that line, and that's obviously tremendous respect for Tom. I think Jerome, uh, Jerome Tang's done a great job having his teams play with confidence and loose and aggressive. You think about the, the suit three-point shot. I mean, Kentucky couldn't have shot worse, all right? And K-State couldn't have made two more oppor- opportunistic threes. Would you agree with that? No, yes, I, I totally, would. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, Kansas State's good. Uh, I don't think they're going to turn Michigan State over 21 times. Michigan State's doing a good job of taking care of the basketball. I think Michigan State will play ahead of their defense some. Uh, K-State does turn it over some, but Michigan State doesn't turn you over. Uh, I think it's going to come down to ball screen defense. Can the bigs of Michigan State get out and arrive with those screens and, and put take Noel's ability to turn the corner out of the play? And then the matchup with Keontae Johnson at four. At three, when he plays three, which is half of the game, I think uh, Jay Nakins will guard him. At four, Joey Hausen might guard him. So finding him in transition, finding him in isolations will be a, a factor. I think Michigan State wins the game, and, and that's just a gut feeling. And maybe it's more, and I like Jerome Tang, but Tom Izzo's a dear friend, and I, I, it would be pretty cool to see him get to, to another lead eight. Seth, we have about a minute left. The best offense in the country takes on one of the best defenses. This Gonzaga-UCLA matchup is fascinating. It's the beauty of the tournament, though, right? It's one and done. It's not a seven-game series. So in this one-game playoff that they have, who do you think dictates how this game is going to go? 
I think I think UCLA will dictate how the game is going to go uh, by extending their defense some and limiting their exposure. Um, the key is going to be if Bona gets in foul trouble. Bona gets in foul trouble, UCLA's in trouble. He stays out of foul trouble and can stay down and stay on the ground on all those spins and step and step throughs. I think UCLA has a shot at this thing. You know, even without Jalen Clark, who Jalen Clark's the best defender in college basketball to me. But uh, don't underestimate Jaime Hawkins. I mean, he's just such a brutal, brutal matchup. I think Singleton shoots it better. I think Tiger Campbell uh, controls the tempo of the game like he does. The one X factor for Gonzaga, if you're looking for an X factor outside the starting lineup to me, is Malachi Smith. Malachi Smith could be a difference in this game. When he plays really well, uh, Gonzaga's, good, Gonzaga's better. It's just the physicality of this game. He's built for this UCLA game. I like it. Good thought. You can follow Seth on Twitter. He's at Seth on Hoops and catch him all over the ESPN platforms covering college basketball uh, for the rest of the entire tournament. Seth, thanks uh, so much for the time today. We appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. Thanks, Coach. Up next, are we on something or on to something? The Panthers are going to surprise people in a good way. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Great house specials. Bama to go Final Four. Bama to win the college football title. First, will a team start 7 0 in baseball? And you can win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares. Place a qualifying bet on the tournament. Get a square on the house. If your numbers match, you win. Restrictions on wagers, bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Are they on something? Or are they on to something? I feel like a, a slice of butter melting on top of a big old pile of 
flapjacks. This is Follow the Money. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> Here's Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. You want to get high? Paulie, the former number one overall pick in the NBA draft, now six years into his career, Markel Fouts, uh, is having a great bounce-back season for the Magic. Had a nice game again last night. You have to feel really good for a guy like Markel Fultz. Meanwhile, you probably feel nothing for a guy like Ben Simmons. Am I on something or on to something? 100% on to something. And the first guy you want to root for, and it's a great story in how he handled it, also in the same city. Remember? And then with Simmons, it's like, I don't care. I'm sick of this guy. and it's it's all It's not trying to improve his game. One guy had the yips. And it was up here, right? It was one of the strangest because he was a stud at Washington. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy story, right? And then he gets to Philly and he can't shoot. And he loses everything. And they just finally, we have to get rid of him. And then he goes to Orlando and he becomes a player. Right. A very good player. A guy that you can bank on. That's right. He's Serviceable is not a strong enough word. Absolutely. He found his game. Much better than serviceable. But then you hear the reports about while all this was going on with Simmons, he was having house parties in the Beverly Hills, uh, in, the, in the Hollywood Hills, and not working on his game. He's never worked on his game and developed a shot and tried to improve. And then he just starts crying because his coach was asked, can you win with this guy? And he says, I don't know. And he flips out. Yeah. And now I think he left clutch and is looking for new representation. But he's just going to go back and collect. I think there's... Four years, three years, $150 million left on the deal, whatever it is, and it's vomit-inducing. Sure. And we'll just never hear from him again. The perfect example of a kid who grew up playing like the AAU circuit never heard the word no, ever. Because he got away with whatever yeah. he wanted at LSU. That's never had a, to, yes, never went did. to class, never went to school, didn't care. They were going to make the NIT. He never made any teammates better at LSU. It was all about him. Uh, and he just it, it's wasted brilliance from this guy. And he has never cared about it once. So how could you pull for him, and why would you care? Yep. The amount of run that like mainstream media gave Ben Simmons a year ago maybe made me want to vomit. Nobody cares about him. I was screaming it on this show. Stop talking about him. Well, the guy first yeah. of all, the guy stinks. Yeah, yes, right. And number two, he doesn't care about it, so then why should we? It was out of it was asinine when when people who cover the league were saying, Wow, this is gonna be a big move. What watch out for the Nets now that they get to, watch out for what? For wh- why? The last time we saw him, he was afraid he passed a wide open dunk. Sure. He turned down a wide-open dunk because he was afraid they were going to foul him mm-hmm. and put him at the free-throw line. Watch out for Ben Simmons. Yeah, Give me a break. Uh, Victor Wembenyama, who is minus 8,000 to go first <laughs> in the NBA draft, is so good that he'll make any team drafting him a playoff contender in year one. Oh, boy. <sighs> I keep seeing the comments about Houston doesn't play the game the right way. Every. Uh, I, uh, with the exception of, of San Antonio and Houston, I would say yes. Well, um, that's going to be, it's likely he lands up in one of those two spots. Yeah, I can't. I, uh, on in the some, West? I can't get there on something. Just because of those two teams. Now, this guy, you're right. He's the 7-5. But again, this is what concerns me. These big guys get hurt. Look at Chet. Right away. Bam. Hurt. Oh, okay, that's another conversation here. If this guy stays healthy for right. the full year and he goes to a team like San Antonio or Houston, and some of the other younger players on the team have a... Like, I'm not saying, like, bet them to win the championship. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. But to be a, a playoff contender where there's a play-in game, and you can maybe be a 10 seed, I don't think that that's, that's far-fetched. Duncan did it while well, he had David Robinson coming back yeah, from the yeah, injury. Come, yeah, yeah. But... I think the West is too stacked. The just Pan- for those teams, okay. yeah. The yeah. Carolina Panthers will end up acing the NFL draft, making everyone who doubted them look foolish. You're on something again. I, I don't... I'd have no... 
confidence in this organization. Why is Reich being uh, coy with the media? You have the number one pick now. I Cut it see, out. See, I've never understood that. I don't know who we're going to take. Yeah, we I like all of them. I, I, I don't get that game. To me, that's silly. In fact, in a realistic world here, they probably should have announced who they were taking number one overall when they made the trade. We know who we're going to take. Why is it a secret? What are you trying to accomplish here? You're not going to trade. You think the Colts are now going to trade from four to one? You're going to go back from, you're going to go from nine to one to four? That would be the biggest mistake. Right. And it would make things 10 times worse. Yeah, and why would Houston go from two to one? So it's exactly back, right. Yeah, you're not going to go one to two, I guess, now. So. so I guess the, the one way that they would ace it is if they just tell us the, the week of the draft, we're taking this guy. We've no. known all along, and that guy turns out to be a stud. No, I, I, I just, the mul- multiple reports say you know, the owner wants one guy and Reich wants the other guy. So the, you know how that's going to go. Uh, am I on something or onto something? It's, the, it's better for a fan and a better, period. If you if you just get blown out, then rather you just that's the best. No, way to you're do it. you're see there. It's a good conversation, but I think that you're onto something. People will tell you that if you suffer a bad beat, then your process was right and you were on the right side. Okay, you can have that argument. To me, I don't want to go through that. I want to have a loser right away. I don't want to pay attention to the game. I don't want to be through the two hours of misery. I like to watch a lot of sports as well with bets that I have made. Even if you're if you're a fan or if you have action, I think same thing, right? Just don't don't tease me, and, and I, I don't want to get. I'm in the game the whole way, or I blow it. You did you know? You know, 16 years ago yesterday was the anniversary of of uh, Northern Iowa losing to Texas A&M. They were down. Te- uh, A&M was down 12 with 40 seconds. They won the game. Now, can you imagine? Yeah, I see. I'd rather lose by I mean, can, 100. Can, can you imagine? No. If you had them in brackets to, to go to the suites on a ticket, money line, anything. I well, mean, how do you blow that game? It's impossible. If you're a fan of Memphis. There's another one. Would you rather be, have a nine-point lead with no time left against Kansas for the national championship and then go to overtime and lose when you couldn't hit free throws, when Calipari says, well, make them what it matters most? Or would you rather lose the game by yeah. 16 points in regulation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a Drake fan. You're a fan of Drake. You went to Drake. Yeah, you're an alum. Your season ends like yeah, that. Yeah. You finally make the tournament. You had a great season. You get outscored 16-1 to 1 to end the game. You totally blow the finish of the yeah. game. Yeah, and then you see Miami win another one after that and take out Indiana. No, I'm all about ripping the yeah. Band-Aid off right yeah. away. Yeah. The World Baseball Classic needs to be a yearly event so we can trim down the, on the amount of games played in the regular season. On something or on to something? On to something. 100%. It's just baseball's got to do the right thing. It's enough already. And I think the NBA will get there. Things change. People change. We can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out of control. I don't care you about records. You can't play that, this many games yeah, in a regular season. I, I don't care about records that were set in 1883. I yeah. just, I don't care. It doesn't, it's meaningless. And that, that's, I speak for the majority, by the way. Um, you, you're exactly right. Think You need to adapt to the current times. Now, I'm not. And the NFL has done the best job. By far. Making all the changes they make for the most part. 100%. Let's add a game. Let's do this. Yep. Okay. 162 games. I think if you talk to even some like 73-year-old people who have had season tickets for 50 years, they'd tell you it's a lot. I can't manage this anymore. It's too many games. Got to cut it down a little bit. Just because history tells us they play 160. God. The only thing more wide open than the Western Conference and the NBA is the Western Conference and the NHL. On to something again. Yes. Look at the standings in this conference. Yes. All these teams are the same. Who's coming out? I know. I might take Edmonton if they get any kind of defense and goaltending. But you're right. Between Dallas, Minnesota, Colorado, Los Angeles, Seattle, 
the Ve- Vegas. I mean, it's just what I. It's just, it's pretty much the same exact thing. Yeah, right. But it might be even a little bit deeper in the NHL. Uh huh. And that bet that we gave out and recommended a, the East a dollar forty to win the cup. I mean, oh. yeah. Do you think Edmonton? Let's say they even get decent defense and goaltending. Can they can they advance to the Stanley Cup final by if they allow three goal three plus goals per game three point five goals per game? Yes, they can. They can. Yeah. So they They're can win. Pole. They can win games five yeah. four every game. Yeah, they can. Man. Sure they can. I mean, they went to the conference finals last year. Oh, I know. I know. It's just, you know, Colorado was a freight train. Colorado's not a freight train this year. I mean, I, I absolutely could see that. I think it's they got to end uh, that drought in Canada. Maybe this year's different, but to me, that seems like a very... I guess it's the same they, thing with the Maple Leafs. Now, again, Matt Murray's become a sieve, which, uh, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't understand the moves they made in the offseason with the goaltending. But Does it matter in the East? Boston too good? Is that what we're starting? I, I mean, I would think so, but I mean, I know. How people, do you dismiss Tampa, though? How do you just how do you, how do you dismiss Tampa? How do you say, "Ah, hey, good luck, sorry, Carolina, Tampa? sorry." I know Carolina's but, had a really good regular season. Yeah. People have wanted to make the case for them. I just it doesn't. By the way, here's the thing: it doesn't matter who they put put in net. Swayman's been insane. He's been better than Allmark, I think, yeah. lately. So they are they're spot proof. They're opponent proof. Yep. I think they're they're what a, what a season they're having. Up next, longtime handicapper and sports better Bruce Marshall is going to join the show. He will have an opinion on most of these Sweet 16 games from a betting perspective. That's next on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.